Hey everyone, hope all is well. Um, I was just watching a video and really I was like, <laughs> I was in total shock. What I mean total shock? Because somehow it's related to me and I think it's going to relate to you. And uh, people asking an influencer, well, what do we do in this recession? How do we survive? Um with everything going up and she said because she she is very well off and she's very successful and she said don't ask me <laughs> she said she said to the audience don't ask me ask your friends who are living paycheck to paycheck who are living it up and still, uh, and they're still able to pay for it all. Ask those people. Don't ask me. But she's successful. And here I'm thinking, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. And so here I'm thinking, this somehow relates to me because, and I'm sure it relates to you because, you know, everybody's alarmed or panicked. And the people who aren't alarmed or panicked, are those who have or are known to survive. They can survive through the toughest situations. And for me, I've seen it all. I mean, there was a time when uh, years ago, I think my son was two, and I was living in New York City, and suddenly I woke up one day to find nothing in my bank account, zero, zero dollars. And I cried, I cried, I called my bank. I called, um, who else? I called my mom and I was weeping and crying. And I think that was, see, that was a number of years ago when I was already going through a lot of things when I had to gain custody of my child. I was back and forth with his dad. Um, and I was paying rent here in Virginia and I was paying rent in New York City. Mind you, I was working, yeah, I was working, um, I was working full time. I was even trying to pick up, I, no, I didn't actually, you know what? I didn't even pick up extra shifts. I only had to do it because the spare time that I have was very important to me. I had to get a lot of things done, even as a single mother. And so I don't even know. I mean, I don't I don't even make that that much money to say I can afford paying rent into places, but that's what I did. And at the same time, I had my son and he had I have to pay for his expenses and um I have student loans and my student loans at the time were close to $80,000 and thank God now it is I've paid most of it, but I'm just trying to tell you is I was like with that and then I was up in in credit card debt. And you would think that I was at the lowest point of my life. I was, I was at my lowest point of my life. But at the same time, as much as it hurt me and I was going through a lot of struggle, I always find, I've always found like things that made me happy, things that made me joyful. My friends, um, I worked out, I found like beautiful things within it. I did not let the struggle like take me I somehow found joy even through that like anybody else would have gone insane with loans student loans credit card debt you're paying rent in both places and then you have your child's expenses 
and I guarantee his his father was sort of helping me, but there was a time for a year and a half we were going back and forth in court, and he did not pay me, which is whatever. Everybody has his time. I don't wish anything on anybody. Everything has its time. You get what you deserve, and it's time. And so in that year and a half, I was so restricted. I didn't know what to do. So when this lady just posted now and said, <laughs> just said, ask the people who, who know how to live paycheck to paycheck or know how to meet, who, who know how to make ends meet. I can't even talk. She said, ask them. I was bawling. <laughs> I was bawling because I remember. And there are times I still go through as a single parent. There are times when I don't have enough to pay for everything because I'm trying to do the best for my son and doing the best for him requires me to spend a lot more money. And I don't care because it's his education and what he needs to get done. And there are times, and I still do, live from paycheck to paycheck. And still, I am, um, I have cash flow in, thank God. But at the same time, the expenses are just as much. And there are times where my money was like down to nothing. And... But the thing is, you bounce back. I don't know what happens. You get money through different ways, uh, through your creativity, through your job somehow. I don't know. It comes back. And so when she said that, I said, she's so right. Because you would think, okay, go ask a billionaire or a successful person. Well, how do you live paycheck to pay? They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. Because it's either money passed down to them, one. Or two, they worked hard for it. You could ask those. And then there's other people who have been given it to by their husbands through alimony or they've stolen. That's not a person to ask. They've stolen money in a legal way or um, their boyfriend or a significant other gives them. So that, these are not people you'd even ask to begin with. The people that you're going to ask, how do you survive in recession is the people who've learned to, to live paycheck to paycheck who have bounced back from nothing. There was a time when my money went to minus. And I I love my best friend. I love her to this day. We've been friends for uh how many years now? Since I first moved to this country, so back since 2000. We met in college, still friends. Has two beautiful girls, but she's my best friend. She has been with me through thick and thin. There was a time I had minus and I called her and I said, "Please, I said, please, I need $400. I need $400 because I am paying rent here in New York City, and I'm paying rent there, and I don't have enough money to pay for my babysitter. I need, I, need, I need money. And I felt bad because I am not a person who asks for money. And it was a crisis, an emergency. This was like years ago when my son was, I think, how old was he? I think at that time he was four, I think. And I bounce back. I learn from it. And to this day, I, I, I am so eternally grateful for her because she was the person when I needed it, she was there. It was a point where I was in distress. And now things have changed. Life is better. Uh, you know, life is good. And when you think about the times that you were in trouble, you're like, wait, how did I get out of that? And she's right. The only people that you'd ask is is the people who've been through it. And now, even there are times where I, I have had that and I bounce back. But what you learn to do is, through your difficulty, you learn to save money. Uh, I learned to save money through difficulty, which, again, let me tell you, money comes and goes. Money is never going to be there always. It's going to come and go. Come As long as you know how to get it, that's the most important thing. And so um, I've learned to manage 
money wisely because of the stuff that I went through early on in my life. And so now, if the external environment is in shambles where we are in a session, I know how to deal with it because I dealt with the struggle before. I dealt with that struggle before. And I never had any man coming to me and saying, here's money, here you go. Uh, or, But I must say, years ago, yes. When, um, yes, there was a time when I was in college, it, it, um, it did. And it didn't work. <laughs> It didn't work because I didn't love him, and I'm not a person that uses, but that I think it was a year, or not a year, what I'm saying, a few years together, but then I realized it didn't work, so I said no, but I was in college, I was still in student loans, but it helped me, but I'm not a person who, I don't believe that I should be with a person if I don't love them, even though that person keeps giving to you, it's not right, and so he did, he was the only one who ever did that, all, all after is guys are only for themselves, let me tell you. If a man loves you, let me tell you, he will do anything for you. And he did. But we didn't get along after that. Things were not good, so it ended. So what I'm trying to say is, is I graduated from college. And I'm talking about the time where I'm actually living and making a living. I did it all, all on my own until now, which is how it's supposed to be anyway. I didn't depend on anybody. I didn't get married to have that support or I didn't have a spouse or a significant other to pay for my bills. What? <laughs> to pay for my bills? I'll be rich, yo. I'll be even more rich. No, no, no. Actually, actually, if I were, was, if I were married or if I were with a partner who was very stable he would be rich. He would be a millionaire because I know how to save money and how to keep it. I would know how to save it and not how to overuse or overspend or you don't need it or it's designer. This No, you don't, you don't need a lot of things. No, I'm not saying you shouldn't be spoiled or he shouldn't spoil you or you should spoil him. You should. Once in a while, you should. But I'm talking about as a lifestyle. Now, you can spoil each other through a lot of different ways. It doesn't always have to be through the most expensive thing. No, as long as you're making each other happy, that's it. But what I'm saying is, if you, through your struggle, know how and have known how to survive, then you can make it, you can make it anywhere. You can make it anywhere. Like, sometimes when I look back, I'm like, I don't even know how I did have the stuff that I did. But it's because I had so much determination and courage and worked and worked and worked that sometimes the work made me forget the time before that was very difficult. And so now life is different. But now even when we're going through this difficulty and you see it, You'll still find, okay, I'm not going to spend it here. I'm going to put it here. This I'm not going to do. I'm going to cut down on this. Instead of going for longer, I'm going to go for a short amount of time so I don't do this. Or I don't need to spend that much money on a shirt. Or I don't need to spend that much money on shoes because I can use it instead here. So <clears throat> what you learn to do is be, you become very wise with money. And you learn to improvise. You learn to improvise and make the best of the smallest things. And you learn to make the small multiply. You use what you have and make it big you just don't keep spending um you don't just you just don't keep using your credit card don't let your credit card be your slave make you a slave what am i saying and so i always think about i'm like i think the person who married me would probably be the luckiest person because he would be a millionaire and i always say that and i said that to my friend years ago and she goes what are you talking no no actually she said to me 
um, if he married, I'm not gonna mention names because if he married you, um, he would be happy or whatever. I said no. If he had married me, he would have been a been a millionaire, but because he's not he's he's not surrounded by the right people, it's not gonna work. And it didn't work between it ended whatever. Moved on. What I'm trying to say is, if you're wise with your money, you can do and be anything. And you can survive the most difficult, the most difficult, the most difficult situations in your life. But not only that, you learn to find the most joyful moments through those difficulty. You know, the worst, the worst, I'm sorry to say, people are, when they're going through um, a lot of struggle, you can't be around them because they're like, the mood is like, like, can you change your mood? Just be happy, let's just, we'll figure it out. So I think I'm the type of person that if I know that I'm going through a lot of stuff, I still try to make the best of it. There are times when I am not in a good mood because of stuff that the overload and the responsibilities a lot, which it is, but it is because of that. But I'm, my, my mood can easily change if I'm around good people or the environment is good, whatever. I have no problem doing that. But um, then you'll see a lot of people who have it all. They have the house. They have the husband. Even though marriage is not perfect, they have everything. He has a good job or, or, or she does. And they're still unhappy. What are you doing? What are you doing? Money holding us together. The kids, no, no, nothing is holding you together. Your unhappiness will block every flow of good energy and money into your life. What are you doing? He could be the, he, he could be the most beautiful, but if it's not bringing you happiness, what's the point? Or if he's just sitting there, what's the point? Or if you are unhappy, what are you doing? Your kids are seeing you being unaffectionate to your partner. Your mood, which is not a good mood, is not a happy mood to bring in energy, money energy to you. So what are you doing? And I'm not here to judge. I'm just, I'm just saying that was my observation. And, um, and then the thing is, then they, they find a second person outside or third person outside of their relationship to compensate for the lack of in their relationship. And then it creates all this karma. You're creating a lot of karma. You're sowing bad seeds for yourself and the other person. Then everybody gets hurt. And so that in itself is another load that you're carrying. So I always say, be in the place that makes you happy. Don't be in anything that entraps you. Anything that blocks you is going to block even the good energy that's going to flow into your life and how you're going to survive and make it through. Because if you're with somebody that you like or love, even the difficulty is going to be good because you're going to find the good in the difficulty. But if you're with the person for money or secondary agenda, but you don't like or love them, when when stuff gets very difficult, you don't even want to see their face. So I I I I, I don't know how people do I, I, because people are uh, not everybody's living in their truth and are not genuine and true to their intentions to themselves and to their partner, which is not the way I want to live. Anyway, I'm gonna leave it there. I just wanted to share these few words of wisdom. Take care.